Welcome to the Shea Speaks podcast, where together we're going to break the chains. We're going to shatter all of those glass ceilings, and we're going to overcome the obstacles that stand between you and the life that God has called you to live. No longer will you say why you can't rise to the next level of you. I don't know about you, but I love me some girl talk. And if you do, pull up a seat and let's get to it. Hey, hey, my friends, and welcome back to the Shea Speaks podcast. So it has been quite a time. I know the last couple of episodes we have covered a lot of things. We've covered business. We've covered all the transitions I've gone through. I mean, even the last episode, we really broke down where I lost my mom and just the roller coaster that my life has been. And I love that I get to not only take you guys along in the journey, but right now, something I've always talked about is the fact that I like to talk about things after the fact. I like to talk about my journey, what I've learned, the lessons, the failure that I went through, but really the past couple of episodes and what we're walking through now is just the realities of life that I'm going in and the ebbs and flows. And you guys get to hear about my experience through the process of it, which sometimes I think offers a really unique and transparent, very vulnerable, you know, way of sharing because I'm in it. I'm like in the thick of it. But this episode is really exciting for me because I've wanted to dive into it for a while and just talk about the realities of building a business. I mean, I think coming out of the last three years with COVID and people starting businesses, like a mass influx of small businesses being started and launched because there was no other way to build a, you know, an income on the side without doing something like that. And just being in the industry that I've been in for, heck, um, almost six and a half years now, I feel like I'm pretty equipped to talk about the straight up reality of what building a business is like. Cut out the fluff, cut out the, this looks so fun, I'm so excited to start a business and actually talk to you about what it takes to build a business. Coming from not only my own personal experience, but in just what I've seen in the people that I'm surrounded by, seeing my fiance, seeing my dad, seeing friends and family that I've known that have launched businesses and some have succeeded and some have failed. And I feel like I've narrowed it down to really seven things that I think are the serious realities that come along with building a business or starting up a business that I think are really good for people that are walking into either launching a new small business or maybe you're launching something with someone, you're stepping into something new and you don't wanna be blindsided. You wanna know what is the nitty gritty? What is the behind the scenes things that people don't talk about or the things that you don't usually hear about? And I'm here to break them down to you. And I'm going to be real and raw and talk to you as if I am like talking to a potential business partner for myself of like, what are the expectations and what does it look like? So I'm going to break it down. I think I've kind of figured out that it fits into about seven different categories. And in these seven categories, I think I cover most of it. And if I don't, then you get to fill in the blanks because I feel like these are the seven things that I feel are just what is real about building a business. So kicking it off, let's start off with number one. (laughs) People think that when you start a business, it is a get rich quick kind of thing. You expect that all these small business owners or people that are launching businesses, you see their today, but you don't see when they started. You don't see the grit behind what they had to do in order to get a profitable business. So I literally kind of wrote it out, get rich quick versus becoming profitable. That's a very two very different things right there. So getting rich quick is what people think. That's the expectation of like, oh, I'm gonna launch this business. I'm gonna make enough money right off the bat to be able to pay bills. Or what I think you should really be focusing on is when is the reality of when you will become profitable in your business. So whether you're starting a brick and mortar store or you're starting a business or maybe you're starting a network marketing or whatever business you are stepping into, you have to understand that there's gonna be some upfront costs. There's gonna be some initial investments that you have 
to make before you can start actually generating an income. And maybe that first couple of bits of income that you're making in those first few months or even first few years is probably going to get dumped right back into your business in order to eventually make it profitable. Whether you're having to pay for advertisements, initial products that you're launching with, initial inventory or whatever the case may be, it may take a while to become profitable. You know, if you followed along on my social media, you saw that my fiance started a coffee business with his sister. His sister was already a barista at a coffee shop and she wanted to work for herself. Um, You can tell that they're both very entrepreneurial minded and he and her partnered together, purchased a coffee trailer and they've had it for, I want to say six or seven months now. And for the first time, this business is really becoming profitable. But now I got to watch it from the outside. I got to watch the struggles, the hardship that they walked through, not only being brother and sister building a business together, that probably comes with its own, you know, emotional things because brotherly sister love, you know, but it took them a while to actually start to be able to be a profitable business. Now, there are so many businesses I saw really started in the last three years where people couldn't wait that six to seven months. They didn't go into it with the expectations of knowing it's not going to be 100% profitable right off the bat. So when people partner with me in business, you know, when you invest that initial investment, it's not something where you just are going to look at what I have done and say, oh, I want to make a lot of money really quick. You have to take the time to earn your blood, sweat, and tears, the things that you've invested, the knowledge that you have to learn, the things that you have to put into it. And so many people are so focused on a dollar sign in such a small-minded, narrow, hollow like lane where you're just like, I need money, I need it right now. Instead of looking at that bigger picture, I literally have a sticky note on my computer that says long-term vision versus short-term vision. People that have short-term vision are only focused on what's directly in front of them. What's the paycheck I can earn right now? What's the money I can bring in right now? A long-term vision business-minded person is going to look in the long-term and say, okay, I may be making money now, but I probably need to invest this back into my business so I can continue seeing a paycheck long-term. Or maybe you're not profiting at all right now, but you know that this work that you're gonna be putting in is going to pay off eventually. So that's number one for me, is really checking your mindset on if you are looking at your business venture as a get-rich-quick scheme, or let's let's take the time to make sure that we're gonna allow it to see it to the day where it becomes profitable. Number two, this is a huge thing and I'm probably going to step on some toes with this, but I think that it needs to be talked about. So I did kind of label this like burnout versus learning how to have really good time delegation. So when you're first launching your business, you're going to be putting in a lot of time, a lot of time where you're not necessarily going to be seeing those results. You're not going to see immediate growth, immediate volume, immediate paycheck, immediate sales right after you launch your business. And you're going to be putting in a lot of time. I walked away from a career that I built for six years to start somewhere new. And I am very much so in those initial build days. I am working day in, day out to build and create that strong foundation for the business that I know I'm going to build here. And so I know that this time that I'm putting in, I do have to make sure I'm guarding myself, that I'm setting up boundaries, I'm taking care of myself, but I know that I'm going to be putting in a lot more work than normal. And so when I think about burnout, I think about the times that people don't really set boundaries. You have to take days off. You cannot work seven days a week, all day long, every single day and expect for it to pay off 
enough as far as you continuing to be able to work that way. Yes, the results may pay off, but you got to be there in order to experience and you're going to burn yourself out so fast that you're not even going to be there, be present enough to experience the, the fruits of your labor. And so I am very strict on my days off, but I know that on the days that I'm on, I'm 100% on. But here's the thing. This is where I'm probably going to step on toes is hustle culture. I see posts all the time now where people are like, I'm ex hustle culture. I'm not involved in hustle culture. I'm not hustling day in and day out. I'm not a girl boss. Well, listen, every time I see that, I know it's because people put in so much work and they had no boundaries. There is a lot to say for people that are willing to put in a lot of freaking hard work. I'm not afraid of work. I'm not afraid of putting in a lot of time and a lot of grinding because that is reality of building something that you want to build. And now some people can say, yeah, right, Cheyenne, I don't agree with that. And that's fine. But to me, I know that what I'm doing and the work that I'm putting in with boundaries, I'm not saying kill yourself and work seven days a week, 24 seven, like the Lord's going to bless the work that you're doing, especially if you're taking a Sabbath and taking time off. Sundays are a big day off for me. And even Monday sometimes because my fiance is off on those two days. So I have a weekend, but I also am a hundred percent dedicated to hustle and work so freaking hard and make a lot of sacrifices and miss out on a lot of things because I understand understand that if I'm delegating my time and creating boundaries for myself, that I'm going to freaking work really, really hard, but I'm also going to reap the benefits of that hard work. And I refuse to say that I don't want to work six days a week all day in order to see the goals that I want to see to where I can live the life that I want to live. And I think that it all comes down to boundaries and making sure you're delegating your time and being intentional because a lot of times we can find that when we're working super hard, we look back and say, what the heck did I even do? right? Because we want to make sure we're doing intentional things with our time. So number three is building like viral posts, viral business things. I feel like we're in this era of like having a viral TikTok or a viral Instagram reel thinking it's going to change our business versus building really, really strong branding. Okay. One viral video. Sure. It's going to get you some views. It's going to get you some traction on your page, but let's talk about building a sustainable, strong, brand for yourself. That over time is going to produce way more results, way more residual income, way more production for your business than having a viral video, having a bunch of influx at one time. Cause what are you going to do when that viral video is gone? And those people are no longer coming to your page. That is the question I want you to ask. So as you're building this business, launching a business, stop focusing on creating the next viral video. Like, yeah, they're great, but like, what are people going to look at when there's no viral video? What are they going to see? about your business on social media, on your website, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, whatever platforms you're working, are they going to know, know who you are? Are they going to know like, this is the person that I'm partnering with. This is the products that I'm purchasing from this business, purchasing from this business person. Are they going to know who you are or are they just going, are you just going to wait for that next viral video again to try to attract the same attraction? You know, I see TikToks all the time of people that are like, we had a viral video and it changed our business. So we've raised the stock and ordered all this product product and now nobody's seeing our videos. And so we're about to go out of business. That is the exact example of what I'm talking about. This business has not created a strong brand for the people that are already following them to stick around, to know who they are, to know what their values of their company are, to know what they are buying into or purchasing from who they're buying into. And, you know, really focusing on that viral content versus who are you when that viral has gone? 
What do you stand for? What does your company stand for? What does your business stand for? What do you stand for? Because that is what's going to build a long, sustainable business. Number four, putting time in at the beginning versus putting it in later. Okay, this is a huge thing for me, especially with launching businesses and helping people in partnerships. A lot of people don't realize this kind of goes a little bit hand in hand with that getting rich quick and taking time to make it profitable. When you're building a business, you are probably going to have to put in blood, sweat, tears, sacrifice, investment, pretty much like not a lot of return for a lot of investment, a lot of investment of time, missing out on a lot of things, sacrifice, like all those things at the beginning more than the end. And a lot of people don't realize that, that they just want to have this smooth, slow, steady beginning and not really put in that grind. I promise you when you ask any successful person what their lives looked like 10, 15, 20 years ago, they would say, oh, I was in full on grind, couldn't hardly pay my bills, was making it work, winging it like chicken dinner. Because the more time and effort you put in at the beginning, the more strong of a foundation you are building for a long-term business in the future. You see those people that are now collecting on residual income, they're collecting on business uh, partnerships that they did 20 years ago. Not today, friend, not in a year. They're collecting on that decades from now. Same with investing into stocks or finding an investment firm to invest with or, you know, a financial planner or whatever. Like you're not going to see the fruits of that for pretty much a very long time. And so you're going to have to invest very, very heavily at the beginning so that you can reap the benefits decades from now. And I think once people really understand that concept, that's the people that are going to build that strong, you know, really strong longevity business that's going to be here decades down the road because you've taken the time to grind and build it at the beginning. Number five, valleys versus mountaintops. Okay, <laughs> this one is a big, big one. When you are in the valley, meaning the lows, the pits, the junk, the dumpster fire of your business, that is when the most people will quit. That is why so many businesses and small businesses were open over the last three years and shut down within the last year because it got hard. They weren't making sales. They weren't getting views. You weren't, you weren't getting website visits. You weren't getting messages. You weren't getting conversations. You weren't getting door swings. So instead of pivoting and figuring out a different solution, maybe a different way to advertise, a different way to talk, maybe some self-growth, some investment into yourself, or maybe taking some of that investment and profit from your business and pouring it back into your business, they just peace out. The moment one thing happens, whether it's involved in the business or involved in your life, your business is the first thing to go, which has never made sense to me. Because if you were working a nine to five job, and you can sense I'm getting passionate about this because I do this for a living and help people make an extra income. If you are letting go of your business in the hard times, you don't deserve to have the business in the good. Boom. I mean every word of that. If you cannot handle building a business in the roughs, you do not deserve nor should you get the benefit of a business when it's at its best because the mountaintops are gonna be very few and far between. The valleys are gonna happen way more than those good times will, but it's the good times that make it worth it. Those mountaintop moments make those valleys so... <laughs> They put him into so much perspective because you get to see, oh crap, this is why I went through the valley. Because I promise you, friend, as a business owner, when you are in the thick of the valley going through crap, which if you want to go back to the last two episodes I've created, it explains to you what I've gone through in the last five months. The amount of ridiculous, hard, awful, grueling, detrimental, heartbreaking moments that I've gone through in the last six years that have fully shaped me into who I am and have honestly made me a better business owner. 
owner. I am who I am because of those hard moments that I've gone through. And I promise you that if you stick it out through the hard times, the best times are that much better. Okay. All right. Number six, overnight success versus failure to success. Okay. Oftentimes we're looking at people that we are inspired by. We're looking at other business owners, other people in different companies, et cetera. And we see their success and we crave it so much that when we start our own business or start walking in that same step, we start comparing. We start wondering why we're not having this overnight success. We start looking left and right and not realizing that if we all went to the optometrist, okay, went to the eye doctor, we would all get different prescriptions. And where I'm going with this, if you know me, you know I'm a big analogy girl. If we all go to the eye doctor, we are all gonna get different prescriptions. Therefore, we're all going to see things differently. Nobody is gonna have the same experience and journey in a business. Nobody's gonna make the same income. Nobody's gonna have the same story. You can ask for advice all day to fill your file cabinet with good knowledge and a wealth of information, but you cannot expect your job to look like someone else's, your business to go as fast as someone else's. I promise you, I've seen it with my own eyes. I see people with far more potential than person A or than person B and their person A, far more potential than person B, far more knowledge, far more intelligence, give up on their business because they're looking left and looking right and thinking they don't have what the other person has, but little do they know that they're probably not where it seems, not what it looks like on the outside where they are in their business. And as far as long-term vision goes and not short-term vision, they would have made it a lot farther, a lot longer, and made a whole lot more money than the person that they were comparing themselves to. And I promise you, instead of searching for overnight success, I want you to search for failure. Failure to success is 10 times better than an overnight success. Nothing fast lasts. Nothing fast last. And so if you are failing over and over, it means that you're you're trying, you're making changes, you're making innovations, you're doing things differently, trying to find things that work. And to me, that kind of success, when you reach that success is going to feel so good because you failed your way there. It wasn't overnight. It took blood, sweat, and tears. You know what it took to get there. And it makes it so much more special when you climb, I want you to imagine hiking, hiking Mount Everest. I've watched the, the Netflix documentary. You should watch it in your free time. But I mean, when you, like when I think back to like my journey of building a business over the last six years, oh my gosh, if I got to draw it out, it would look like some crazy, like a child took a pen to a paper at a doctor's office waiting for their appointment. Like it would look like a total chaotic disaster. And I'm, th- I'm thankful for it. Because every lesson I learned along the way has brought me to this point, sitting in this chair in my office, talking to you about what it means to have overnight success versus failing to get to the top. I have failed so many times, but now I can sit here and walk you through the failures that I've had. It makes me that much stronger of a leader. It makes me that much more relatable. It makes me that much of a better leader because I'm able to tell you, hey, I didn't get here quick. My journey wasn't easy. It was not pretty. It was a massive struggle, but I'm standing here at the top of Mount Everest with the best view I've ever seen in my life. And it feels so good. It feels so good to be where I am because I know that I got here by putting in every bit of effort that I have. And I failed so much on that climb. The climb was ugly. I went through the trenches. I got thorns. I got cuts. I got bruised. I fell back. I had to wait a couple days and before I started taking those next steps, but the view is always worth it. I promise. Number seven, doing it with a team is so much better versus doing it alone. 
when you ask for help, when you get to work alongside like-minded people that get to add value to your life, when you ask for help, when you partner with people, when you stay close to the fire, you partner with people that you trust, people that you know have the same vision, that have the same mindset as you versus trying to do it alone all the time. My goodness, the amount of times in my journey I've tried to build a business by myself and do things my way and not ask for help and not try to delegate um, strengths to certain people is the moment that I did burn out. The moment that I realized that I got up to the top and looked around and I was by myself and I didn't want that. And so I encourage you when you're looking for prospective business partners, when you are a business owner and you're looking for people to build business with, or you're looking for employees or whatever that case may be, that you're looking for people that align with you, that you know you can pull out the strengths within them and raise them up to help you and use for delegation, which also helps you create boundaries and keeps you from burnout. But as you spend that time really individually with people, pouring into them, not trying to make them who you are, but pulling out the strengths within them to help you build that business because you can do a lot of incredible things by yourself. I know that you can because I've done a lot of amazing things by myself but it's not near as fun. And it is so much easier, faster, stronger, such a better foundation when you can do it with people. We are better when we're around people. We're, people make us better. Iron sharpens iron, my friend. And when you can collaborate and build a business with people that you love, people that you cherish, people that have strengths that you do not have, it is so much more fun. And those are pretty much the seven things that I feel like really, really, really will impact you as a business owner that will help you grow your team faster, that will help you make long-term vision a lot easier to see than short-term vision, that will help you start seeing the realities of the fruits of the labor that you've putting in. You know, like I just think that these things are so vital. Building a business isn't easy. It's very, very, very hard. And I feel like many people will not tell you that face-to-face. They try to make it look like it's just some easy, beautiful rainbows and butterflies things and it's just not and that's why less than one percent of the world are successful it's not because the other 99 didn't have the same they didn't have the same road they didn't have the same vehicles they didn't have the same opportunity it's that they just didn't take up on the opportunity they weren't willing to take the time to learn and grow and fail they weren't willing to not compare themselves they weren't willing to go out there and just simply put do the work I promise if you do the work, you will see the benefits. And if you do it for long enough, I think the word consistency trumps all seven of these things I shared with you. If you can be consistent in your business every day, consistent in putting in the work, consistent in putting in the time, consistent in being a hard worker in the beginning, consistent in building your brand, consistent in failing, consistent in going towards the mountaintops. You can put consistent in any sentence that you're struggling with, anything that you can't figure out, anything that doesn't make sense, any any part of your life that you're like, why is this not happening? Consistency trumps it all. Consistency is why I am where I am. It's why I've made the money that I have. It's why I've accomplished the things that I've accomplished. It's why I've helped the amount of people that I've helped is because I'm consistent through it all. I'm consistent through the suck. When life is hard, when nothing makes sense, when I'm not seeing the results I wanna see, I am always consistent. And so to all my fellow business owners out there, prospective business owners, people that have just a goal of being a small business owner, partnering in business with people that you respect, whatever that looks like for you, I just encourage you to implement these seven things in your business and really think about it before you start 
you know, stepping into that next season of your life, that you take time to reflect on the mindset that it takes to be a business owner. Your mind will take you out faster than anything will. You are the only thing that will get in between you and where you want to be. You've got to keep your mind in check and you've got to really, really focus on having that long-term vision versus short-term. Because if you have a short-term vision, everything's going to take you out. Every bad day is going to be the end of it all. Every hardship that you walk through, every alternate tribulation that comes up that you're just like, this is such a trial that I cannot walk through, it'll take you out. You've got to have that long-term vision on what you want, what you want your life to look like, what you want your business to be, who you want to impact, what is your mission statement, what's your purpose in life. And I promise you, it'll be so worth it when you accomplish all those things that you want, that your heart's been set on. So I hope that this helps you guys. I love chatting with you guys and I cannot wait to see you guys on my next episode. See you there. Bye friends. I just want to say thank you so much for listening this week and for hanging out with me. I hope that you took away some golden nuggets that you can apply to your daily life and you're finding the growth that you've been looking for. I know what it's like to be a woman in a world filled with doubt. And I hope that you're finding those things here that can actually help you live out the more that you're called to. If you head on over to my Instagram at Savache, I'm a lot more fun over there. And I know I told you that I'd be your personal hype girl. So you're going to find more hype over there. Click the link in my bio. There's actually a link called Ask Shay, and that is a space for you to submit any questions that you have for me. And then each week, I'm actually going to select one of those questions and I'm going to answer it on my podcast live for you. And who knows, maybe your question's going to be the lucky one that week. But before you go, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any of our girl talk. Next time, bring your coffee, maybe even your PJs, anything that you need to be extra comfortable because we have a lot to cover here. This is the Shay Speaks podcast, and I cannot wait to continue this conversation here next week.